good, you motherfuckers. It's been a minute since I've done a pod. I think about... I don't honestly know how long. Um, what's been going on with y'all? i just been chilling like a villain. I had a crazy couple six to eight weeks. Got rear-ended. Got food poisoning. Got like a $400 speeding ticket. Messed up my knee. It was rough. But, you know... That's just what it is sometimes, you know. What the fuck? Guys, I don't know how long that um, fucking thing was paused up, but I, I was running, but I apologize for that. <sighs> Where are we at in the world today? Mostly recently what I've seen is all, all that Joe Rogan stuff, and... Um... What I would say is that it's a bunch of rubbish. I'm mixed, you know, and in America being mixed, my experience has been, you know, a little bit all over the board. Um, you know, I, I think I've talked on this podcast before about where I've been as far as how my teammates had treated me before and girls and stuff in college being mixed, right? It was kind of like being stuck in between two worlds, but... Here's the thing. <clears throat> Joe Rogan adopted a mixed daughter. And just because you have a mixed child doesn't mean you're not racist. Joe Rogan is not racist, in my opinion. Um, but I guess more, too, is it's just because you have someone in your family that's black or mixed or of any POC person of color. doesn't mean anything. I love my father, but he says ignorant shit sometimes. And uh, nothing I would say makes him racist. It just makes him ignorant-sounding. Um, but this is a classic hit piece, in my opinion. I, I've seen, I rely on Crystal and Sager from Breaking Points. If you don't know who they are, check them out. I'm subscribed to them. And I think I do a monthly pan, plan, 10 bucks a month to get real news. Um, they're by far my favorite. I know they, they like Kyle Klinsky and some of these other people. Um, I, know, I think sometimes... I'm not saying I'm like some huge Alex Jones fan thing or anything. I just think sometimes when he starts talking about religious stuff, it throws people away. And I'm, everybody has their fair share of controversy. Not everybody, but a lot of people have their fair share of controversy. I'm not saying Alex Jones has been perfect, but I feel like Kyle's kind of just always downplaying him. Um, now it is his job to look into those things. I just do this for fun. Um, but... It's kind of, and I lean left, I would say, but in the nowadays world, I can't, I don't really say that because it, the woke mob shit is crazy. Anyway, getting back to Rogan, um, you know, saying, oh, did you hear, you know, the guy was in the back room yelling nigger, like, how sensitive are we now? How sensitive are we? I just, I don't like the direction this stuff's going in at all. 100%. Um, it's just not... Nobody has thick skin anymore. And I'm not saying thick skin to where you should show up to work and people are just being open and blatantly sexist and things like that. And I don't even mean just being open and blatantly anything. And like, As long as it's discreet, it's okay. I'm just saying, in this world, if you're going to go out and get... Here's the thing, is, is people... 
think a lot of people have these unrealistic views of what happens in the world. Now, I'm not going to say it's the norm that some woman who goes and works on Wall Street is sexually harassed 24-7, especially in, in where we're at in the times now. But I'm, I bet it happens way more than people that way more than would make people comfortable. And, which would lead to my next point is in the days of or the earlier, you know, the 80s, even still the 90s and stuff like that. It, it was insane, I'm sure. People want to live in a cookie cutter version of reality. The truth is, if you really go out into the world and go after what you're going for, that doesn't mean move to a big city. It just means go after what you're trying to do. You're just going to run into people. They're test, man, and they're, they're going to say shit or give you a look, whatever it is. An example, well, let me finish my Rogan thing. This is just stupid. I'm not going to stop listening to Rogan. There would be some, I'm sure, uh, radicalized, you know, African pride person, black pride person who would say, I'm an Uncle Tom, or, you know, I get a pass because I'm a lot of a mix. It's never good enough for anybody with this, so it, I'm, I'm over it. I'm tired of it. I went through my little thing in my 20s where I was never like, oh, socialism. I was never that. I just... I was open to hearing everything. I was open to, I didn't have a lot of experience in the real world yet. And I was, I had been developing my intellect since 19, even though I didn't really realize it, but I was still, I wasn't even saying things like developing intellect till a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, the Rogan thing's a joke. Um, there's plenty worse things going on. Again, I'm stealing some of this from Christopher Sager, but it's not really stealing. They go in depth with it. Nobody's going to do it. It's not like I'm going to take a bunch of viewership from them. But you got these BlackRock, you got these um, hedge funds and stuff buying up real estate. And I'm assuming jacking up prices, I will say, um, when they can. I'm sure they're getting into some great markets. I'm sure they're going into some bad markets and, and getting homes and, and fixing them up and selling them. That that's what people do. The problem is, is these hedge funds have zillions and zillions of dollars, and the average American just doesn't. So when these, I haven't done a bunch of research on this, but I, I could assume that so, what happens sometimes with this stuff is, is people come in and they're just outbidded two hundred fifty thousand dollars over the asking price, and that might be an exaggeration. But even if it's twenty thousand dollars over the exact ex, um, asking price, quote unquote normal people, and I, I just. You know, the normal people thing, I think, stands more from the standpoint, and I don't know, here's how, how I would say normal people. I work a quote-unquote normal 9-to-5, a senior maintenance mechanic for a company called GLL. I do commercial maintenance within these WeWork spaces. That, that would make me the normal part of me, but my brain, the way I think, the way I do still end up, I've chose to live my life, yoga, eating very healthily, um, kind of like a health and wellness exercise I don't consume base I consume basically zero TV Monday through Friday although I would say on average if anything during the week I consume more on a Friday because you're getting close to it but I don't have cable or anything the point I'm saying is is these we always always hear that normal people here's what I think some people probably mean by that here's how I view it normal people they don't have like this overly hunger ambition to like have millions of dollars and work for power and status and etc. Those that mean to like my buddy, quote unquote, I would say his names. I won't say his name. Not that it really matters, but well, it doesn't really matter. His name's Kyle Woodworth. Quote unquote normal person makes 100 G's a year as an area manager, um, water plant manager. So that would be a quote unquote, I guess, 
normal person, but I, I would say that that money, his money, definitely separates separates him from most of the society because not that many people make a hundred thousand dollars a year. But I, I would say the normal thing is more people who just they don't want that much. They're not doesn't mean they're lazy. It's just they don't they're not chasing the the money fully. You know, I'm not gonna I'm kind of chasing the money more than I realize sometimes. I won't say I'm chasing it because I. It's still taking. I'm taking my time with it. I didn't like. I didn't run to Wall Street. I barely knew what Wall Street was. You know, these kids, but kids by 16, 15 are already thinking about that shit. I that was not me. Um, I didn't really get into that stuff till I was older. I'm 30 now. Um, but you know, I don't like that term too much. Normal people, because uh, a lot of from what I these podcasts and. Um, people I do trust to give me any insight or feedback from that world. Some of the most rich, quote unquote, or sorry, some of the most richest people, yes, and then some of the quote unquote most important, powerful people in the world. They're fucking boring, most of them. Most, they're boring. They really are. They don't really have much of a personality, as Joe Rogan talks about in his podcast a lot. A lot of these people don't have their own views, they just have a view that is progressive some cause they kind of care about because their agent told them or they they care about it for a couple of years and they don't. I mean, that would be the one thing I give Leonardo DiCaprio credit on. It's, he's kind of always been about climate, not always been about climate change, but I think since he's been into it, he's stuck with it. I don't think him a picture of him posting with a piece of meat in front of him means he's anti-climate change now. I mean, I had a steak last night. I had had meat in... I don't know, four to six weeks again, and then before that, I kind of had a run. <clears throat> oh, that's not true. I had chicken wings two or three weeks ago. My point is, I was vegan for six and a half years. I'm trying. I'm kind of t fiddling with meat a little bit again to see if I can see if I feel better, if I notice a real difference. I'm not gonna. I don't need to eat meat every day. I'd probably eat probably just two steaks a week. That's probably what I would do. But kind of ramble. Well, this podcast is always just me rambling, but. You know, the, the mob, the woke stuff, I just, you know, I'm on these dating apps, and every girl, every girl, I mean, not a, but like a shit ton of these girls, the most attractive girls I find and see are on Bumble, and I basically never get any matches on there with anybody I'm attracted to. That's fine and dandy. Um, I know sometimes it hurts me, this is, it doesn't hurt me, I, I'm going to be me, I'm not, I do this maintenance stuff, they probably think, oh, he's not... Who knows? I'm sure some girls, some of them don't judge. Some of them think, oh, he doesn't make enough, or he's probably not that smart, or he does not well thought out, blah, blah, blah. I've got just as much college education as basically everybody who graduated with the undergraduate. I just didn't finish. I was in and out of school for six and a half years, and I'm pretty sure if I added up the, the time I was in school, it would equip, like semester-wise, it would be the equivalent to three and a half to four years when I went to my last school I would, could have graduated in a year and a half but I had a job, was playing basketball plus school and I had to cram not cram, I think I only had to take five courses each semester, which is a good load especially with sports, you probably but you know, you fail one Yeah, but the point is, is and I'm going to kind of transition this, is I put a lot of time into college, was very close to graduating, moved to Colorado because I just was in this basketball situation at the school in Iowa, and I was 23, 
23 or 24. I think I was 23. And I just couldn't really vibe with guys that was older. Even the older guys were still so juvenile. And I like to have fun and say stupid, goofy shit, don't get me wrong, but like their overwhelming amount of their personality and, the, and how they thought about that was juvenile and childish and stupid. It was not anything I... I couldn't jive with it enough because I, I like to goof around and whatnot, but I also, I, mean, I like to read books and watch, listen to podcasts and watch good information stuff on YouTube. Like, again, life, in my opinion, shouldn't be all about that, but some people are, I mean, they, they, they're going to go work some job and sell cars or whatever. I have nothing against selling cars. I have nothing against any profession. My point is, is they're going to be the stereotypical guy who probably goes on to have a decent life and probably somewhat an attractive wife, some of them not, some of them so. Not going to be overly satisfied with his life, but not going to hate it. Stick, stick around in their hometown area, whether that's a place of where I'm from, like 1,200 or 150,000 people, and they kind of get to be, oh yeah, you know, go see Ben, and Ben will hook you up with a car, and you know, his son now is, like that, that whole cherry pie American life, which is fine for some people. Um, I think those situations, in my opinion, where you go to be a car salesman and blah, blah, are only good for the people who, like, really, that's what they want to do. Like, I'm going to stay in, around this area, sell cars. My kids are kind of, you know, maybe they don't go to the school I went to, but we're in the area. We know people. And then they, but they still go on, like, they love their sports. They love their area bars. They love going to the bigger city. Like, for example, from where I'm from, I'd be like, they still like to get up to like Madison and check out Badger games and get around a different environment every once in a while. But you know, a lot of people don't really want that life. They just settle for that life. And even what I, to add on top of that, I kind of want—I wouldn't mind somewhat of a life like that, but like in my own version. So like, I wanted to move to Colorado. Okay, cool. I'm here, I'm doing my thing. If I ever meets a girl or woman who fits in my life, or it's not even about, oh, everything's perfect, they agree with, I'm saying, like, it just fits my life. They might be totally on the other side of the political spectrum, not extreme, but just they might lean. I don't care about that. It's just, is this person good for me? Do I love this person deeply? That's what I care about. Um, you know, I'd have some ch checks, you know, like, do they work out at least three to four times a week somewhat, you know, do they get after it somewhat? Because I'm... You can call it shallow in this way. I'm not trying to have sex with a mush pot by the time we're 40. It's just not on my plans. You can look very good up like through 60. As you get you know, to 70, it's going to be a little harder for all of us. But take care of your body well enough. People don't understand how well you can still look. And I, I just, I have no plans of ever being a fat slob. I'm sorry. I know there's certain autoimmune disorders. And there's all sorts of things that make people, there's a lot of people who just, hammer beer all weekend and they're 35 and then they go to a job and they eat like okay healthy I'm not saying like to them but they just they barely exercise like they're just kind of going through the shit I don't have any interest in that but if everybody pursued their own version of that quote-unquote American cherry pie life the world would be a better place I have nothing against having a house or a family or going to you know youth sporting events I'm, not, I'm just saying people just kind of default to these things in a place they don't want to be, with a partner that they don't want to be with, with the people they don't really necessarily, not that they don't want to be around them, they just, the, here's the thing in life, we don't all continue to grow and expand our mind, our consciousness, and our intellect, we just don't, and the longer, here's 
where my I would assume my troubles are is, is I've stayed single this long and I've had some things here and here I had a girlfriend for, I've had in the last six years the longest relationship I've had is six months the problem is is the older you get the more you know yourself the more you get quote-unquote set in your ways but ways you know that are work and beneficial to all human beings it gets harder and harder to you just you're getting rid of so many of the possible mates but for a guy, it's a little different, I would say. I, mean, I can be 36 and marry a fucking 24-year-old that she's got a good enough head on her shoulders and is mature and smart and blah, 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 blah. I, I really wouldn't give a fuck. But um, for women, girls, it can be a little different, I understand, especially if you want kids. And others things you can do, and technology and everything keeps getting better and better and better. But you get the picture I'm kind of painting here. It's not default that way. But... um. You know, when people get married early, they don't know themselves that well, but they both don't know themselves that well, so it's okay. But what happens over time is this one of them may continue to grow and get new interests, new hobbies, want to maybe move locations, maybe want to start um, socializing with different types of people. And the other person says the same. Well, geez, you already popped out a kid or two. You got this mortgage. You're kind of in this job that you, you can't just... Well, some of that's, I think, people can make so many more career moves. That, that, that job thing is kind of rubbish. I'm not saying you could quit your job if you have an uh, invested partner, depending on what her situation is or his situation, whoever was the one quitting. My point I'm saying is, is there's so many people in my area, towns like that, where, okay, all the manufacturing jobs left, and I get that, and that destroyed rural America. And that's been happening. The jobs started leaving, I think, in the 80s just the scale um, but so many people that won't you know oh, I don't want to drive that for, like bro you might have to drive to Milwaukee every day and that's just the world and it's hilarious where people where I come from what else are you doing during the week man like I get some of these guys want to play softball and blah 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 and I get that I'm not anti any of that what I'm saying though is okay do you want softball or do you want to make more money because people where I'm from they've got Janesville 60,000 that's for a lot of people who I know, it's 20 minutes away, 30 minutes away at the most. Beloit, 20, 30 minutes. Depending on, you know, I got some of these areas, it's a little different, this and that. But if you're in Beloit, you can fucking get on the interstate and you get there quicker anyway. Madison's 40, 45 minutes away. It's fucking 200,000 people. Milwaukee's an hour away and it's like half a million people. They're a little, a little well, I think it's about half a million. That's what the world is. I live in Denver, I'm centralized, I'm right by the interstate, but I would take a job in any direction an hour. It would suck, and I, I probably won't get stuck really having to do that because I live in the Denver metro area, so I made a choice, I left. But say I lived in Fort Collins and had to come down every day to work for a job that was worth it, yeah, it, I would do it. Maybe it wouldn't be worth it long term. but. During the week, and I get it if you have kids and this and that, but as long as one spouse is there for, you know, you'd have to, here's the point I'm making, because I get, I would say that and some people would say, well, geez, that's a horrible way in the kit. What I'm saying is, is even if the day I got home at seven or eight every night, most of these people are coming home. I'm not saying you don't want to have, here's where I've become with my routine a little more is, is I come home and sometimes I just sit down in silence. Especially if you've had a busy day, just sit there and let your nervous system um, recover, let it ramp down, let it just breathe a little bit. 
and then get into your so if you had kids you know you might just need you get in the door you might just need to go somewhere for five ten minutes and but the problem is, is people hate their fucking job and their life so bad they come home they want to turn on the tv they want to get some enjoyment i'm not against that but if you don't give yourself a second to reset I mean, you've been in the car, you've dealt with traffic, you dealt with employees or coworkers, or um, for me, it'd be like members, or some of you, it would be customers, whatever it is. You need to give yourself a chance to like reset for a second. So my point is, is if you were living in Fort Collins, commuting to Denver, and it took you, you got off at five, and it took you about six thirty to seven to get home. You get home. And as, as kids get older and whatnot, I'm not saying there's going to be high school games and blah, blah, I get all that. But some of that you can depress, decompress on the ride home. You know, I used to blare music every time I left work. Now I only do when I can. When I come home during the week, I'm barely listening to music anymore. It's just, I can't do it. I need, I have one, I want to, I, I go through these loops, these ups and downs of being creative, podcast or writing. But even when I'm not in doing those things and attacking those I'm not even going to say like I should be because my stomach's been fucked up for about a year now and it makes people it makes it so hard your energies are down your energy is down your focus is down everything is down I took one drag off of a fucking cigarette and it just totally fucked my shit up forever I started getting GERD yada, yada. I'm not going to go through it it looks like I'm on the coming back from that back to the point I'm making about it's just I think people are so caught up in this lifestyle that they don't even like they don't even they've never even thought like so I've spent so much time on myself and let my, my body gives me it's like wearing a haptic feedback suit I get so much feedback from my nervous system my body my spirit my, so all these things I think are combined to where I just some days it just hits me in the face where like example for the hiking thing I had been for about three years straight I had been hiking every weekend good like big hikes like I live in Colorado and sometimes I would spend five hours a day in the car like on a Saturday so two mile two hours there two hours back or two and a half there two and a half back whatever it is sometimes three hours so six so you get I'm three hours in the car going on a hike usually is pretty much as fast as I can but I, I would take breaks come back rest maybe a little bit when I got done get in the car drive back like I did that and it got to a point where I was like, fuck, I, I'm kind of even just going through the motions with these hikes. Like, this isn't even healthy. I got feedback from my body, from my mind, from my soul, my intuition, all these things. I think there's a bunch of things. But, like, what allowed me to feel that so much more than other people? Well, I'm not constantly bombarding myself with fucking data and information. I used to. I have no social media. I have YouTube. Sometimes I watch the shorts on there. It's not nearly as addictive as the Instagram one. That's basically, the, it's reels, it's TikTok. Point being, I'm just not, since I give my body, and even even when I even when I was still had social media and XYZ, this and that. Mind you, the last thing I had was Instagram. I didn't even have anybody on it. Just news, sports things, shit like that. Uh, tattoo stuff I'm interested in. Um... I, at least since I was so still into my body, I would take Epsom salt baths, yoga, running, all these things, hiking. My body was still more apt to those feeling those type of things than the average person because the average person does not does not take care of their their body. 
And I guess that I could, I'm kind of jumping now, but even to back to that normal person comment, I don't live. People don't take care of themselves, you know? So that normal people, quote unquote, the normal, they barely exercise. Again, they eat. I mean, in America now, the normal is just, it's like basically a dad bod thing. And it's like, I'm not saying you got to walk around being shredded 24-7 and put your body through all that. Um, and I was talking about, um, I fucking know too, I can get it back. Um, work's done now, people and kids and all oh, just, you know, if you can give your mind, your body a break for a second after work and... You know, where I'm at now, I'm not settling for anything. I might have to work a 9 to 5 for 30 years. I'm fine with that. I don't hate my job. I have a good job right now, actually. make 31 bucks an hour. Get to vendor a lot of work out. It's, it's awesome. I work in really cool. Like I said, I work for in these WeWork spaces. Um, we're getting, there's a transition. This Cushman and Wakefield company is coming in. Hopefully, I mean, I told them I want 34 bucks an hour. That'd be putting me almost at 70 Gs. That would help me out so much. Um, here's what I'll say though too is, is I may have to work this job forever and then, then that, that's fine but I realized today I never want I never want to change my views on this I don't fucking want to work this job and, and again it's a good job I, I, I enjoy it enough I, uh, but I'm finding myself more I'm like I don't want to fix stuff anymore I just don't and the only reason I do a job like this one I am well, no, I, I've changed all my views on like, oh, I couldn't sit all, I sit all day pretty much now. Um, the most time, I mean, come the last two weeks this month, I won't have that much work to do. That's usually what happens because I get my shit done in the first two weeks. Cause I, it's a lot of preventative maintenance and shit like that. But anyway, my point is, is I'll never falter to the fact that like, I want to put in this 30 years at this company. So if I can keep just chipping away with this podcast and my writing, you never know, maybe a miracle could happen because... Man, it's, you know, these this, these situations are hilarious at these, at these companies and these corporate things. We're like, we all want to fuck each other. And we walk around, like, I just, it's nauseating how stiff people, like, it's crazy how people my age in the corporate world still haven't figured it out. The young kids and stuff, I get all that. I'm still like, what I would say... I would say what makes you an adult is, is you can be financially independent. Like you could pay your rent and have a car, take care of your bills. That's like, and the car, I don't mean, I'm just saying like, if you didn't need a car, you don't need, I'm just saying you don't have to rely on Like if I did, if I did, had a car payment right now, I'd be, I, I would pretty much go to my employer and say, you got to pay me five more dollars or I can't even, I'm moving back to Wisconsin, <laughs> move back here with my parents. It, it just wouldn't even be worth it. it I wouldn't, I'd be fucked. I would be so fucked. Um, I could try to get roommates and shit like that, but that's not really something I'm, I'm 30 years old. I don't want fucking roommates. I've worked too hard to have roommates now. And I'm hoping that by being patient, even though I've really just begun to get patient in my life over the last couple of years, if I'm being honest. And I'm hoping that that will take me to the promised land and just, you know, I really only need to make 80 grand and I can live in any city in America that I want, really. I wouldn't want to really probably live in San Francisco. Well, even that stuff, you could get a still, I could be fine off 80 grand in New York or San Francisco, actually. 
I just want to have the nicest fucking place, but I don't want to live in any of those places anyway. Uh, I do want to visit. Anyway, um, you know, guys want to fuck these girls, girls want to fuck these guys, and we, and we, and we, we talk to each other, and they per my last team, and I have to do it, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we should be running around just sexual assault in the office space and just saying shit, but, and this place has loosened up a little bit, I mean, I've had, I've never, I've never worked in such a corporate environment until this one, um, but people somewhat get loose over time, and, and I, I've had good enough conversations. But nobody listens to anybody. I mean, I'll, someone will, I, I my, my knee gets got hurt. I mentioned in this podcast, and I'll uh, someone will ask me about my knee, and I might give them. I'm not gonna lie. I like sometimes it's not like I like to talk about myself, but I like to, I do like to talk, and um, but I've gotten really good at trying to. If someone's explaining something to me, I may interrupt them, but it's about it's I have a question about what they're explaining so that I can follow along, follow along better as the story continues or the, what they're trying to teach me continues or explain to me whatever it is so that way I don't get to the end and I had two questions and I can't, you know, repeat anything. But what I wanted to say about, is someone will ask me, oh, how's your knee been? Well, you know, I I ended up getting the MRI and because, you know, in Fort Collins I tore my meniscus and then let's say I talk for about three or four more seconds and they'll be like, yeah, why'd you ask me? If you don't, if, if uh, you know, I could have just said good or this, but I, I figure you asked me how my knee was, you know, if there's been an issue with it, I'm going to give you a little information because you're asking, but they're not. They're going through the motions. So, and that's most people. That's not even a job thing. That's your parents. That's the mailman. That's whoever. And it's disgusting. Nobody listens to anybody. Nobody has time for anybody. And I can't fucking stand it. I believe I was where I said basically people don't listen to anybody when they talk anymore. It's probably been like that a lot of the time. It's always nice when you do run into somebody who you may talk for two to three, even five minutes. You want to rant, you know, I get it. And they'll sit and listen and you let them go for a while, you know. I'm not saying all communication should be like that. But, I mean, I'll have people lay their shit on me like being their counselor at two o'clock in the afternoon for 30 minutes and then I but I can't I can't say anything for 15 seconds it's like why the fuck would I continue so what's helped me recently is is I because you can't change and in my opinion you can't change so much that it like affects your mood and stuff and your vibe and I like to stay, I want to stay light I want to stay cheery and stuff still just because people are cunts I don't want to just go full shutdown mode, which I did, or I've done before, not like been a bad, and again, my shutdown mode is better than the average person, so it's, but I can feel it is what I'm saying, I can go, okay, this is too much of an adjustment, where even if these people are XYZ, don't like to listen too often, or highly selfish, that's fine, so what I've done is, is I pretty much, i just gotten a little more conscious of like, oh, how's your knee? Oh, you know, still hurts a little bit, but it's on the up and up. Whether that's even true or not, who fucking cares? But it keeps me a little more engaged with coworkers still, um, because I kind of know how they're gonna want to talk anyway, and it, it makes it seem as if it's not that I'm not giving them the proper respect, but in my mind, not even in my mind, when I was thinking about this process, I was 
explaining it to my buddy once, I go, oh, you, you're, you know, we've been saying this word a lot, and it's not a word you should say, I understand, but I've just been pent up, I think, for the last couple of months, and I start saying retard, and it's not a word we should use, and I get that, but, you know, sometimes, so like, what I'm saying is, is I, this would be my thought, I'd go, well, since you're retarded and can't be an adult, which, again, there are not... There's just not that many adults. I, I still believe that to this day. An adult should be someone who's dealt with their trauma, called themselves out on their bullshit, has become a fucking well-rounded, solid fucking foundation of a human being. It doesn't mean they're perfect. It doesn't mean they have all the answers. What it means is they know that and understand that and they can sit in that uncomfortableness and in that angst and still be like, but I do know some things. I do have some experience. I am confident in certain ways of behavior. And I will use that to carry me through this life. And I will still have to learn new things and make adjustments and recheck my character and XYZ. But so many people just, just hang their hat on their job or their girlfriend or their money they make or this, the title of their, they don't even make that much money, but the title is whatever and where they live and just all this fucking dumb, stupid fucking shit. My point, though, being is that the person doesn't know this when I'm being shorter with them now. But it's like, you, you've shown me that you're incapable of listening. So, if since that is the case, I'm going to give you short, condensed answers now. And that's just what it is, because I'm wasting my fucking energy. This isn't me complaining or bitching or this. It makes my life and job fucking easier. I just think as humans, especially these coworkers that you're going to spend time with, and again, right now, these are the best coworkers I've probably ever had. Because um, there's been, there was less bullshit in the beginning of, you know, all these people pretty much think they know everything too, but they're, but since they actually believe that, they're more confident, and not know everything, they're just more confident in themselves and happier with their life, so they're just not as easily one, I think, well, no, not impressed, but they're not as easily shaken by someone with intelligence or whatnot because they've seen people like that. They've worked with people like that. The customers of the service they're providing are fucking, we work with a bunch of millionaires and stuff. We work with, I mean, I fix their shit. The community team talks to them, blah, blah, blah. But these people, I mean, this, we work Scott Venture Capitalists, video game people, all sorts of people that are, so it's not like they're not used to being around that. So, so, yeah, I'm having these conversations now. It's, again, I'm still vibrant. I'm still this. But there's, I've noticed in my life, throughout my life, now there's never really, I have one friend basically where there's like an even energy exchange pretty much all the time. Maybe sometimes I take a little, then he, sometimes, maybe sometimes I take more than I should, and then he does too. Like we, not in a bad way, it's just we get on this rant and we, <clears throat> but we usually we're pretty good back and forth. But um, that, that this is, I'm using co-work because these are the people I'm around most of the time, but this is, you know, the, the consciousness on this planet still is very, people think they're just conscious because they like know of like the contras. And, and I mean, then that's too vague. I just, they think they, they're woke because they know the government had fun, had fun contras to fight, you know, these conflicts or wars in South America or 
it's basically the same, like the Contras would be like the same shit in the Middle East where we we fund our side and oh, we but we don't know and okay, we'll fund you and you go shoot over here and but we're not really doing it like that shit. And it's not just America. I'm way more pro-America than I've ever been in my life because I get older, I get wiser, I understand more. I see what goes on in other countries. I'm not, our healthcare is a joke. We should, we're, we shouldn't have UBI. I don't know if it'll ever happen. Um, clearly our political system is, you know, and all that stuff is usually pretty nasty everywhere. But in our country, we should, we act like we're one thing, but we're not. And that's a whole another, you know, bag of worms. But government's pretty much corrupt everywhere, I think. Uh, unfortunately, uh, obviously not everywhere. I think there's probably even some corruption to some extent in the Scandinavian countries, but look at what they do with their citizens and things like that, uh, healthcare-wise. And there's always these stupid arguments for safety nets in this country, and then there are some. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not going to act like I'm super well versed, but. I forget which one of it's it's Medicare or Medicaid, but when you get older, you don't even have dental or vision when you need it more than you needed it before. But I got to hear mostly Republicans say stupid shit about health care, and then the Democrats were just going to give everything away. How about we figure out in the middle here where we, we have to come to an understanding and agreement that, yes, you know what, some people, from rags to riches, of all colors and all backgrounds, they make it. That still barely happens. That does not happen. It's not the norm. Is there equal effort in this country? No, there's never going to be equal effort, so I get that. But we should still always be working towards the society to equal the opportunities. As far as the outcome, if you want to be a millionaire, you're going to have to work pretty fucking hard. There's no way around it. That's where I would lean more right, where I understand where these people are like, you, can, you just give people... You know, here, I've always like if you make twenty-five million dollars, you should be able to keep. I would say, at that point, twenty-five million, you get to keep fifteen million. You have ten away. Maybe you can keep sixteen. I mean, you can't. As the number gets higher, you should give more. So, like, if you make fifty million, I don't think you should have to give half. But you make fifty mil. Let's say you can keep thirty-five mil. You have to give fifteen away. I don't see the problem with that. But half, I don't think half. You make a hundred million. How about you to keep 40 million and you gotta give, you know, but that'd be after, I mean, if you make 100 million, you probably only have 50 million, right? So then, but we would change that anyway. So the tax would still need to be set up to where Let's say you make 40 million, well you get to keep 25, 30. You get to 60 million, you make 60 million, nothing's taken out yet. We tax you. You get to keep, we'll call it 35, 38, something like that. Problem is, as I get it, where's the proof that his money's going to great things, and I, I can't argue with that. The system should be, I mean, that money should be funneled to the worst neighborhoods. Should be, I'm not saying you're going to fix everything just by funneling, but what I'm saying is, is 
you take the resources, you just have nice schools. That would be my first start thing. I get because you get these libertarians or Republicans. You know, Ben Shapiro wants to say things like, "Well, you got to clean up those areas, and then businesses will invest there, and then those areas will prosper." But guess what? That area is so undereducated, so underwell-funded that over time, yeah, some of them will use the advantage. But over time, then the yuppies, of, again, all colors. It's not just white people. I hate that shit. Yuppies. And again, another 50, 100 years, we're all going to be my complexion anyway. But what will happen is, is the people who, oh, this area is up and coming, more and more people move to that area. And let's say 20 to, let's say 15 to 20% of the people who were originally from that area got to really reap any sort of benefits, rewards to either get out of that area and go to school and then maybe come back or they, they whatever. You know, I, I can't give a zillion examples, but as it was up and coming, they were still able to use it. But what happened over time, or just those, the majority of those people who were from there, who we say we're going to, this is what I'm saying, and Ben's smart enough, I would think you would understand this. You know how the fucking gentrification works, Ben. You went to Harvard. So you say, let's funnel money, or let's clean up these areas with more policing, which one, I do agree with that, whether economic prosperity comes from those areas or not, I don't care, there should be more police in those areas. More police, less crime. Just having more police presence is less crime. But you know over time what's going to happen is, is Starbucks moves in and blah 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 moves in, real estate starts to jump, people come in, and those people have to leave. That shit can happen quick. So my opinion, if we really were going to help out neighborhoods, areas, communities that are in distress, you just find, you put really nice schools in those areas there, and that's honestly about the best you can do. With with some of that, yes, some business and stuff will come, don't get me wrong. But if, if you can just have a good school with good programs and get good, te- good enough teachers in there, which uh, that's all based on, that. that's like any job. But you're at least presenting it like, hey, here's good textbooks. Here's good schooling. Here's good facilities. It will attract people to, you know, maybe a neighborhood that's not as nice or safe. And then not everybody's going to be able to do that. I get that. Not everybody's going to have, I always use this word goal. I think sometimes it's used, but I just mean like stones to do it. Or it's not their calling. I'm not saying I wouldn't necessarily have the stones to do something like that, but I don't. That's I'm, I'm not going to go teach at some horrible school. That's I'm not a teacher. I'm fucking working. I'm blue collar. But my point is, is that way the kids at least can see that, like, oh, people, the system does care, and they're going to at least try to do fucking something, have after-school programs and shit for these kids. And all areas need that. Again, this always turns into a white-black thing. There's fucking poor white schools all over the fucking place. We act like if you're white in this country, you just have money. It's a fucking joke. They're overall still, even though it's the best time in recorded history that we have unraveled from the dirt, it's the best time to be alive. That might not be true with the legends of Atlantis and all these other cult. Like, I get all that. And so I'm always going to say that because I'm a pretty big believer in some woo-woo stuff. I think the Egyptian stuff figured out how to travel to far, far distant constellations and stuff. I just, that's what I feel. I can. And I think over time that a lot of that will be proven true. Um, or we'll be, we'll get visited. But that's a whole nother, oh, now you're crazy. That's just what I think. Just what I believe. Um, but I think that would be 
the best thing is to just have good schools in these neighborhoods and then you kind of let the chips fall where they may. Um, not that more couldn't be done. Maybe have better outreach programs in those areas that are nonprofits, but that are not, you know, someone's still going to get paid, but just resource, some better resources in those areas. But I get it. You can't just go in there and it's not just going to happen just because you put nice stuff there too. People have to make better decisions, this and that. And that, that even comes with, well, that's because that even sounds a little like oh, what I'm saying though is, is they've, whoever those people are that have been in those situations, high stress environments their whole life, like it's going to take, it could take years for like the next group of people, kids to come through and not have the same stressors as like their cousin or their older brother did from that area because, oh, they have a nicer school, all these programs here, like we just act as if things don't happen overnight, as if these people aren't fucking high stress 24-7. By the time they're 13, they're looking, you know, they have these already, some of them, you know, have these feelings of like, gosh, there's no future for me here. I'm just going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, it's all fucked up and I don't give a fuck. And nobody gives a fuck about me. It's, it's a complex situation. But uh, I think schools would be a good start. Just have have a nice school in horrible areas. And then hopefully... That helps. I mean, you're not going to convince every tech startup to move to some shit kicker town or some horrible neighborhood and like supply opportunities. It's just not going to happen. It does happen. I remember a while ago watching this thing about some small, like, liberal town in Arkansas was attracting all these exorcists. But even what happens with that? Those other people get pushed out. But you know what? Here's the other thing that nobody wants to say. And I'm going to... Because it's scary for people who didn't do it. And... Or kind of did it. But... It's a harsh thing to say. But you got to get on the train or get the fuck out of the way. You have to get to a point. But we're not telling people that. Uncles and brothers and fathers and mothers and aunties and blah, blah, blah. We all know that at some point, um, as you get older, I mean. So there's a bunch of 50-year-olds sitting around right now who, like, won't tell their cousin that. Or won't, they know it's the truth, but, like, they won't talk about it because they're cowards. I'm sorry, but, like, most of the people on this planet are cowards. They don't want to say the harsh shit. doesn't mean you can't, like, be pro-UBI and pro-universal health care and be a progressive-ass person, but also look somebody in the face and soul and tell them, hey... This thing doesn't stop for nobody. You better fucking understand that. By I would say by 30 is the latest. Like, and you can figure that out at any point and still make great changes and have success in a short amount of time. I'm just saying the younger you figure some of this shit out, 30, you're getting older, but you're still very young still. You're not even close to for the average person your prime earning years. Most people don't earn shit till they're 40. So if you can figure that if you understand finances a little bit by 30 and the world a little bit, a lot of things by 30, you just, I mean, five, so you're 30, like for me, I'm 30. I have all these mindsets and, and views on things. Five years from now, I'm still only just 35. My goal is to make no less than 80 G's a year by the time I'm 35 till the, like, nor, like the, everybody's goal for retirement age is like 50, 55. For a lot of people, they're fucked. And that's the, like, we don't want to say this shit, but basically everybody out there is fucked. I could end up being fucked, but I'm going to 
get rich or die trying type of mentality. It's like in my own way, you know, and for me, rich would probably be, I want to make this at least a hundred, but I'm sure I make 80 G's. I'll feel like, gosh, that's a good amount of money. Even after taxes and when I eventually have to pay for a car, I think 80 grand will be plenty of enough money. I just don't want to give my soul to a corporation for 30 years. I just, I would laugh. I go through these creative ups and downs and I always come back to the point and some, some, this, this is, it was longer than it's been in the previous times in my life. But I called in day. I didn't want to go to work and it just kind of hit me in the face. Like, well, cause for last week and I wanted to call on a Monday too. And when stuff I've noticed, like I don't miss work for shit unless I'm sick or there's a good reason. I'll, and I, what, I, what I mean is this too is no, like I'll always take my days off and use my time off, but I won't abuse it so that I'm not getting in trouble for attendance shit. So I just, I know when to do it. I mean, really, if you call them once every 45 days, nobody would even fucking care. As long as you're a good worker. Um, but, um, oh, where was I at with calling in and working, making money? I don't remember. That's, that's what happens when you rant. But, oh, I do remember... Nobody wants to say the uncomfortable things, but most people are fucked. Most people won't, they'll have to work till they're 65 and then they'll get their Medicaid, Medicaid. They'll figure, I shouldn't say they will, but the pattern is, is, oh, Social Security is running out, Social Security is running out. They always, they figure it out, we take a more debt, whatever, it's ignorant. Um, well, people still are taken care of in this country, just not as well as they should be, but it's always, I don't, I have a hard time thinking it'll ever go away because even my dad said it once and I don't, I love my father, but I don't, I respect his right to have an opinion. His opinions, I mean, I don't think he goes too deep in anything. He's not like, he's not like, he understands the political shit's a joke, but he doesn't know necessarily fully that he kind of knows why, but on a very vague level and it's nothing he's, I just think if you're an adult in any country, like you should, you, your job for you, the world and your children doesn't mean stop having fun and do things you enjoy, but you should probably fucking understand the world a little bit so you can be an elder. We don't have any elders anymore because these fucking, you know, all these 50 year olds sit there on Facebook, half of them are fucking retarded, don't even know what the fuck they're talking about when they do have an opinion about something. It's like, Jesus, age Christ, like, you guys have taught us nothing. <laughs> oh, well, my mom or dad did. I'm not saying it was your job to teach me about stocks, but I would assume in your 50 fucking year life you have figured out better ways to navigate it. Fucking retard. It's ridiculous. It's so fucking stupid. Unbelievable. How horrible we fail people. And what's scary is, is just think of like how people act certain ways in this world. Crazy far left, crazy far right. Um, people that are, um, when you overeat, what the hell is it? Like gluttonous activity, selfish behavior, greed, all these things. There's children. Like right now, there's millions of children on the planet. And we act as if, you know, as long as they don't see, it's okay. I mean, it's so, it's disgusting and cowardish, like, as a human being that, like, we act like that. There are children being born today. So many ch new children being born today. In 
so many people out there, if they knew or if they felt that a child was watching all the time, forget about it. Some people would still be shitheads, but it'd be way better. I mean, we just act as if there's n we have no responsibility. Like, I'm not a 22-year-old kid anymore. And yeah, I get it, I'm only 30. But at that point, you can really start to be, I don't like to use the word mentor and some people, but you have more experience. And if you've been honest about your experiences and faced your demons or trying to face your demons or and face your demons, you know, how to handle yourself better, how to handle certain situations better, how to handle a coworker that you don't get along with very well or you think they don't respect you, but you don't, you know, you don't want to blow up. You know, you don't fully think they don't respect you. Just they're kind of whatever towards you or how you want to treat the mailman, whatever it is. But no, we just, me, 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 me. And I'm not, you should be somewhat self-centered and selfish in the world or you'll get taken advantage of. Self-centered is not a good word to read, but selfish in good ways. And so I guess self-centered in good ways too. If you were truly selfish and cared about yourself, you'd want to foster as many good relationships as possible. You wouldn't be looking for conflict. You wouldn't be envious or jealous of someone who you quote unquote or perceive to have more, which is hilarious. I could make ADGs and live in this box still. When my neighbors are upstairs moving furniture 24-7, it gets fucking annoying. The older I'm getting, the more I am realizing. it. It there's As much as I don't like the mortgage thing, if I do, whether I stay in Colorado or move to Portland, if I move to Portland, I plan to be there till I'm like 55, till I retire. If I end up staying in Colorado, it might just get to that point where I'm like, I'm buying a fucking house. I know it's... Some of that peace of mind and the quietness and the shit you don't have to deal with, especially as you get older, you just don't want to fucking deal with it. You don't want to deal with it. They're not my kids, They're and I get it, it's an apartment, but I'd have to be, it would really make me, well, I'm always going to work and be committed to work, I think. Um, it's just, I, the things about having a house, man, I just, you lose your job or you get hurt, and don't get me wrong, you have long-term disability, you know, there's all these things, there are things to help you, and I get that. So even there, my mind's changing ways, but, you know, I don't know why I got on this house ramp, but I have noticed that I think about getting a house more than I'm older now. Not a bunch. I wouldn't need one. Well, I was about selfishness and greed. I could make ADGs and live in this box. I could make ADGs and live in this box. I just would want, I want more, if I stay in an apartment type of thing, or I decide, okay, I'm buying a condo or, uh, yeah, like a condo or something because I don't want to manage grass and blah, blah. It's just to have more of a sound barrier, have a little more privacy. That'd be it. I could see it. I don't know if I fucking... I don't know if I want a house. I don't cut grass. and I just... I don't care. And I have... You know, it's on the weekend sometimes. I like to just sit. Now, would it be nice to have like a backyard and go sit out there sometimes? Of course, but... That'll all figure itself out. I'd rather rely on my own income, like for my podcast or book or something, than be like, okay, I'll get a house. I'd love to just buy a house in cash. That'd be great. But I don't know. Things can change as you get older. 
I might get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm making good money. I've got money saved. Like, I'm going to start buying properties because I don't want to work for Like, I want to try to speed this up. And if I have, if I do it right, it's okay. I have money if the gas water heater goes out. Okay, I could take out, I could do a roofing thing or whatever the thing is. But same time, here's my other side of it is I work, you work that hard. Like my buddy Woody does it. He's the area manager guy. He's got a house. He put it, bought land. He's putting a bid on this lady's house. That's fine and dandy. But we also, we live different lifestyles. I have properties. I got to remodel some of it and do some of the work myself because I have some skills like setting toilets and I could replace receptacles and I could put in the, the gas water heater. Even though I've never put one in since it would be my own. I wouldn't be worried if I turned on the water and water went everywhere because I would be like, okay, I just got to seal this better. Doing the apartment, since I've never fully been trained, like when I was working apartment maintenance, I'm like, fuck, I don't really want to do this because they're going to think I don't know what I'm doing. And they're right, I kind of don't, but I know I can still get it done. But they're not going to care and they're going to bitch and complain. And I don't want to deal with it. Because people are constant. And I get it, they, they want their shit to be done, right? But people who've never worked with their hands don't realize. That shit happens to so many people who it's just their job to be a plumber. Especially when they first start off. But they get it they get it right. They get it figured out. But they think that shit should just work like magic. And that's just not how mechanics work, man. It just doesn't fucking work like that. But anyway. I do yoga. I work out. I'm not sure I'd want to have a bunch of properties, man. And deal with all that. Like now, if I could do all those properties, but like that was my job, that's different. But in the beginning, that probably wouldn't be my job. You can pay companies to like maintain it and do the service and all that, and I get that. But that's what I, I like the stock stuff. Make money, throw it into index funds. If you get enough money into those index, eventually you can be a millionaire. So. I'm, it's a committed route. I'm committed to that right now. I would say it's not likely I have a house unless I meet a really wonderful woman. She really wants a house, and I know she's the one. And she has a good-paying job, and I have a good-paying job. And she can live a very simple lifestyle. Doesn't need to drive a Mercedes unless we can really afford to drive them. Then great, and we could have a Mercedes, I guess. But doesn't need the new Mercedes every fucking year either. That's just how I think. 100 G's, and if you want to be a fuckhead with the 100 G's, it's not going to last. I make 100 grand, I probably still won't allow myself to have a $1,000 car payment. I'd probably get a, like a $20,000 car and get like the add-ons to make it nicer, have a turbo. This Like, who? I don't fuck it. What do I give a fuck? And then if I want to tint the windows and put some stuff on it, blah, 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 I just saved a bunch of money and my car looks dope as fuck. I, I'm not, I love cars and dope shit. This is for rich people, though. Or you're... You know you're going to be a plumber for 45 years and you're just going to... And that's fine. Where I'm at with my job is, is... I have to make sure I'm going to be able to sustain my money. So, like, if you're a master plumber, after a certain point, or if you're a master plumber, no matter what, unless you really suck or you don't know what you're doing, you're making X amount of money a year and you know you're going to make that. Right now... I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm on the right trajectory, but 
until I know I'm going to be able to sustain this, like, until this merger happen. And I don't know what's going to happen, which that's not even, it's not really the merger, it's just, I want to get into a managerial position and make sure I have the skills always have a job that's going to basically pay between 80 to 100 G's no matter what happens to my current job. That'll be fine. I'm almost there. That's what I'm saying. I'm just not there yet. Um, you know, and I could do the, I could do a lot of stuff. Where I'm at now with this experience I'm getting, as long as I don't do anything fucking stupid, which I just, I won't. I won't. I've asked girls for their number and shit where I work at. And you do it politely, you do it nicely. There's never any worry that, you know, I don't have the wrong conversations with the wrong coworkers. And the older I get, again, like I just talked, the speech has changed anyway. But my point I'm making is, I'm actually probably at that point now where I could go. Well, no, it'd probably be 70 G's, no car payment. It'd be 80 grand. And I could be like, okay, I'll, if I've got to this 80 G's, I'll always be able to have a job around this this between 70 and 80 so like say I did take it I got a job made 80 and then, my, then another job came up and only paid like 73 72 even like 69 well you know what I can I can still do if I wanted to do the house thing and blah 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 I did just realize that that if I've been able to get it here now and I'm doing the right thing now if I would I got this opportunity and pissed it away say I didn't go from temp to full time well then you're like and you're back on the market and you don't know, but now I, it's proven, okay, I've made this money, I'll never, I'll never ask for less than, again, I just made this 34, I get 34, I'm never going to want to work for less than 34, you know, you get to 80, I would, you know, again, if I had a job that paid 82 and then my next one only paid like 71, I could probably be okay with that, that's not the direction you'd want to go, but things happen, I get that, I just can't. I need like one more jump, I feel like, before I go, okay, I'm never going to have to work for 20 bucks again, because like, I can't, I just, eventually, again, like I said, I'll have a car payment, I'm never going to get anywhere working with for 20 bucks an hour, you know, so, it's, uh, you just have to kind of see what happens, I think as long as you, you get on your path, you keep moving forward, you'll make more money. And uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it, you know. But people sit at jobs for too long, and I mean, I have about as bumpy as a resume as you could have in your twenties. Well, that's not true actually. It's still better than the majority of people probably, which is insane. First job, two years, and I say first job. First job that's on my resume. I did jobs, some jobs in college, and when I was in out of college, worked at a couple places. But the point is, is it's like two years, one job. Moved down to Denver. Kinda, I went to this HVAC residential thing, and I was like, eh, the same for me. I don't think this is gonna be a, because they wanted to pay me like nothing, and uh, like I got an apartment by myself. I think they were paying me 16 bucks an hour. No, they had to be. I don't know what they were gonna pay me. Not shit. They tried to tell you, well, within a year you could already be making whatever, and I get that, but it's like, I am by myself in an apartment down here. I don't have to, I can't make. So I think what I did was the HVAC residential, that lasted just like a couple weeks. I had done maintenance two years. Then I went to that HVAC residential. I'm telling you, it had to be like four weeks. And then I went to, 
think I tried to sell housing, roofs and shit for probably at the most two or three months. I was like, I'm around a bunch of turds, which shouldn't have mattered. This is where I got better as I got older. But I was just not, I hadn't quite figured some of this stuff out yet. So that was fine. And then I went back to maintenance and had some crazy weird spiritual, my spine, see, it was, it's weird, it's not gonna, but like, I'm, I've explained on this podcast before, moved to Colorado, started a spiritual awakening within, I don't know how soon that happened, it happened right away, that's for damn sure, but it, it, uh, it was, it's, it's wild to think back on it now and look where I was there and how much moving to a place, what it can change your whole fucking life and your views and perspective and the experiences you have that are metaphysical. Like, I'm getting a little gooseys, not many, not really gooseys now, but it gives me a little spine tingle of thinking. Like, I moved here and I, I didn't think like that was going to happen. You know, I, I was seeing repeating numbers fucking everywhere to the point where I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Like, I, I, I would ride my bike to my second job and there was this bike path counter. And the day I saw it was 333, I just started crying like a baby on my way to work. So I was like, what in the fuck is happening? Like, I just, it was so weird. And it still happens now. It's, they've been kind of happening more again lately. They've never stopped happening, but for a while I noticed I wouldn't notice them as much. But I've been seeing so many of them now, it's it's wacky. Anyway, my point was with that, I don't know what I was talking about. I was talking talking about work and money and moving out here. Oh, my resume and being 20, so. Hold on. Sorry, I haven't ate lunch or dinner yet. Also, how good is masturbation? I haven't had sex with a human in like eight, six to eight months. It's getting closer to eight now. I'm so I'm not even horny. I'm not horny all the time, but I am. It's fucking weird because I fucking beat my dick like it owes me money. But that's a horrible thing to say. It's like a pimp thing. There's so many things like uh, I want to get back to that resume thing. But what did what did I say the other day? And then if you step back and think about it, you go, oh, I know where that probably comes from and why it's said that way. And that is a horrible, you know, phrase to use. So it's not like, oh, it's not like there's no N-word or there's no nigger bombs or kike bombs or whatever. Pop, Polak, what the hell was that? doesn't matter. Back to resume. So I only worked at that maintenance place then. So I went from the selling the roofs to the maintenance ship like four months that wasn't my plan I'm like I was gonna put in a year there for sure and like all of a sudden I'm like super sick and I'm going to the doctor and they have no fucking idea why and all I an idea why and all I know is is my spine is just seized up like tight as fuck and I had had sex with this girl like the night or two before for like four hours straight and I'm going through this spiritual awakening shit I think some kundalini stuff and it's going on and so I still try to be very, um, 
not weary, but just that stuff is sacred, so I don't like that. Oh, everybody's at the a Kundalini genius, or everybody's the one, and everybody's. I've had some probably some horrible egotistical thoughts about, like, am I the one, or am I? No, I, I don't think that. What I do think is, is I've definitely. I'm not, I'm not spending all this time alone for no reason, because it's not like I don't try. I just went on two dates a couple weeks ago. Like two, three weeks, we had two dates on the weekend. It was fine. It was a good time. Nice to do something different. But honestly, I'm not even that interested right now. But I did get to a point where I had to start realizing, okay, the proof, the proof is in the pudding. Like, you're, there, there's not many people doing what I'm doing. We're all doing something different. I get that. But there's also a lot of people doing the same thing of different versions of it. Oh, you're a, you sell software engineer and you sell cars and not that, like, you know, we, we both like generic ass shit. Like, again, the job thing doesn't matter, but it does fit certain people sometimes. I, would. I don't fit like the st stereotypical maintenance guy persona. I just don't. But that is odd in itself, right? So then people, you're a hard read, you give off, etc., etc. Anyway, I worked at that place for four months. They let me go. Um, I worked at this other maintenance place for like six months. <laughs> Got fired, actually. You know what's funny is this. Literally every job I've ever taken, I've made more money. Every job, even in the failures, because here's the thing. I was never in any of these jobs thinking, oh, I'm too good, or I shouldn't be doing this, or I sometimes I thought I shouldn't be doing this, not because I was too good, I thought I was wasting my time and I needed to be doing hemp. It wasn't true. The truth was, is I needed to be doing the best with what I had right in front of me and slowly make progression. So whatever skills you can learn from somebody, and I had to learn to, you need to learn to relate. Like most of, I'm, the most of the maintenance guys I work with, they're fucking, they're so stupid. Like... And they think they're fucking smart and know stuff. And then they know some stuff, but like overall, they're, the way they think and view and perceive things and how they feel about the world around them is so fucking skewed and retarded and dumb. And not even, it's bad. I'm just going to say, it's horrible. But guess what? Those people know, some of those people know how to fix stuff. Some of those people's brains you can pick. Some of those people's XYZ, XYZ. If, you know, if, it's always the if game. If I would have knew that when I first moved to Colorado, like, hey, you don't have to have a stimulating conversation with every Tom, Dick, and Harry just because I love that stuff. Like, it's, I had a whole crisis of, like, well, I need to be my true self more, and blah, blah, blah. That's why I, do. I fucking want to talk for a living so I can be me and say what the fuck I feel every fucking day and dealing with this retarded-ass fucking stupid shit in the world because I don't fucking have time for it, honestly. It's disgusting. Low energy. Vapid, I think is I don't know it's vapid in ways, but I don't know for not, but it's vapid. What the fuck does that even mean? I know I think kind of hasty and nasty and just low-level behavior is what I call it. Offering nothing that is stimulating or challenging. It is fucking vapid. I mean, it's, it's um, the work isn't is not. It, the work wasn't, especially because I didn't know anything, but I was surrounded by people who I thought couldn't really teach me much because, and I wasn't fully wrong, I wasn't, I thought that I wasn't fully wrong, I wasn't wrong about that in a lot of ways, 
in honestly the majority of ways, but I still could have been, because since I knew nothing, I could have just been like a better, more focused painter earlier. I could have learned how to do a garbage disposal way quicker if I would have, but I was so stressed out about the world and controlling everything. And, oh, I got to do something because the people aren't away. Like I just put all this responsibility on me when really, you have someone listening to this podcast and they're already on that journey or not, not even that. Some people could listen to this and it, it gives them a whole different point of view and something they just never bumped into on their life path. I understand that that's true too. In my experience though now, I've got enough at 30. Most people are just going through the fucking motions and I believe that. So the point is falling back to you're not going to wake up everybody. People aren't going to listen to you. People think Elon Musk isn't even, some people think Elon Musk isn't that smart. You know, I'm talking to this guy who doesn't matter, but he's like, well, Elon Musk is more of a business guy. You know, he didn't even start Tesla, blah, 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 but he's a visionary. Yeah, I get he didn't start Tesla. I don't fully know for sure, but he didn't buy the rocket stuff from anyone last time. The boring company is his own thing. He's, yeah, he has really bright, brilliant people around him, as do all smart fucking people, you fucking momos. So retarded when I hear people say that they think he's just like some business magnet now. Or that's what he's always been. They made PayPal. They programmed that shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm his brother. I don't know how much Elon programmed it. There was two sides of it. Point being is he sounds like he is has is in there and has input about the designs and whatnot. I don't think that people want to talk to people want to talk to business people. Don't get me wrong. But the questions they're asking on about AI and all like they're what is, he's obviously a fucking highly intelligent person. I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? So stupid. I'm sure Steve Jobs didn't come up with every single new. Um, what's it called? Uh, Integration. <laughs> no, I, I was literally going to say invasion. What the hell's the word? Innovation. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm around there. It's just done. But anyway, the work thing. I'll finish that off so I can end this podcast. Sorry, folks. Hungry. Hungry, hungry. He, or me, so I worked six months at Metro West, this place. Hurt my back. Ended up getting fired. I took too many days off within the first six weeks, and they tried to give me the... All these jobs, it's hilarious when I look back at these weak people, these, again, elders. There's a way to handle young people when they're struggling. I think, I always say young people, but anybody. Guy could be 45 and a shithead. Write him up, be calm, say, hey, look, man, you're just, you're not meeting, you know, what you agreed to uphold here when you took this job. And I'm not saying writing up and all this stuff at the first. I'm just being very bland with this. My point is, is just, you can, you can fire people and not freak out and yell and you can, the corporate world was just, I'd always get, you know, my letters or I'd have these, whatever, these talks, people would say, and it's like, 
Because the problem is, is all these people, all these older people walking around, they think they're adults. And they think that when they were 24, just because they could work a job and move forward, that like they were mature and knew how to handle things. I'm not saying that you have to have a bunch of empathy and feel sorry. Well, I I would suggest that, but we're all going to view this stuff different. My point is, is, I'm not saying that you should have to put up with shitheads at work. And that you can't, you know, you have to let people go and fire people. Luckily for me, I was very nice and always brought a good attitude. So even when I struggled on other things, I was good to have around. And I would always, there was no job too good for me. I just wasn't an aggressive. I wasn't always as focused. Um, and those were things I could fix. But the way older people in the corporate world would try to crush me when I was younger too is hilarious. Because now that I'm getting older and older... No, I'm not wrong about a lot of shit. Know that I know how people operate and how they feel about themselves and the world. Most, I, you know, I, I don't think people like to hear this, but I think most people are miserable. I think most people are jealous and envious. I really do. I just think people don't. I'm not saying they're running around or posting every five seconds, but internally, how they internalize a lot of their situations throughout their life. Yeah, they may not freak out and they may not speak a bunch about jealousy and they may have a good friend group, quote unquote, kind of, you know, but does it mean that internally that's really how they process all the stuff and how they feel? And they could be kind of nasty people, but they've just, they, they know they can't really let it out. There's a bunch of things with that. But, um, So six months there, and then I got to this LM. So again, every job I got made more money. Always asked for more money, which is hilarious. I think the main reason I caught all these breaks is I think I'm doing what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. I really do. I mean, that month I had, or month, four to six weeks, the knee and the sick, what else? It didn't even, I mean, it, it it's not that it didn't phase me, but I mean, it, I just was like, oh, this is, this stuff's happening. And I just, I'd still go to work, be a good, like I, I've been through so much that I could have a four to six week span like that. And it doesn't really even do anything. Come to find out it kind of did. I realized that like, there was a lot of stuff pent up because you just went through a bunch, but I'm just saying like, I was still able to take care of myself, get the things done that I need to get done. So I've seen my growth and how fucking strong of a human I am. And again, most people will never understand what it's like to feel like they it's their obligation to do all these certain things. Because I never loved or felt anything so deep. I once, It's not that I don't feel or love things as deep anymore, but I've just changed and I've had more experience of what the human ex species does and is about and how it operates more. And I don't, I try to operate not like it as much as I can in the bad ways. There's a bunch of great ways uh, as humans, but I don't know if I, this starts getting into my beliefs and stuff too, but I don't know if I've ever incarnated here. Or I don't know. I don't know what it is, but whatever I came here with was, I've said this before, I feel like just a complete different we rewiring and default system. That's where this indigo children stuff comes in and blah, 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 blah. The reason, again, I believe in a lot of this stuff, too, is, is it's like, I still want to make money, but I also believe, like, that, yeah, there could have been these indigo children, and I'm pretty sure I, in Colorado, there was a party, and we were, like, pretty much all there. It doesn't, we're not floating around, we're not, my it's just system breakers. I, that's how I still feel, I'm 30, I'm not, like, 
broken down. We have like this innate spiritual shit about us, and we're not we're not the ones on Instagram. Not, I'm sure some of them are legit on there too. I'm just saying, like a lot of us are just quote unquote doing our normal people shit. Um, but I do believe like, I was at this party and there was just all of like not the same type of people, but in a way it was weird to have that many young people together. I don't think I always knew at the time that it was like this very spiritual kind of stuff going on. Amazing, cool stuff. I just wasn't deep enough into it yet. Um, it's, it's weird to explain, but this kid said it at the party. He looked at me and he goes, we're the, we're the indigo children. And he goes, but now what are you going to do with it? And I'll never forget that. You know, if you really do have this kind of like, it's like we were born with this God view. It doesn't, not in the ways of like, oh, we understand that like it would be positive. Like a lot of us, we're not thinking about mortgages and stuff at 22. We're thinking about like, oh, the system and blah, 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 blah. We gotta, it just meant more that we were somehow, some way hyper aware that things were not as they seemed. We didn't really understand the stuff yet. We didn't, we had to learn and grow and experience more. But it was just like this natural thing where we're like, well, the reality is not what they're explaining to us. Like, we know that for sure. And then there was this heavy spiritual side of the whole thing. And it's just, you can't be prepared for that. You know, whether you agreed and knew that this would eventually come to fruition, this experience or not before you incarnated, that's a whole, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I say it and I get goosebumps. So that's something I just don't necessarily always know what it is. Spirit, I get that, but I just, you know, it's it's crazy. But I'm gonna end this one, folks. Uh, hey, I, I hope I can keep coming back stronger and stronger. And I think the more older I get, the more likely it is that these habits are become more consistent. Cause I just, I can't do certain things anymore, even nearly as much as I, even music. And I love music. I don't even listen to it as much as I used to. Which I still listen to it basically at least five days a week. <laughs> I just, I had three days off this weekend now, and I didn't listen to music at my, in my house one time. That isn't strange for someone like me, but I still love music. All right, motherfuckers, love you. Stay, stay good, stay black, stay Asian, stay, stay woke, but not this type of woke. Just stay, you know, truthful in wokeness, not mobbish, horrible retardation. Love y'all.